the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Free from debt. First time investing. Retirement planning and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Heavy snows and high winds, that's what's in store for parts of 10 eastern U.S. states today and throughout the weekend. They're all under a blizzard warning because a powerful storm could dump as much as two feet of snow on Boston and a similar story down the coast. In New York, Governor Kathy Hochul has declared a state of emergency. Common sense has prevailed here, and I'm asking people to take heed of those warnings. Airlines have canceled thousands of flights in advance in New England. Some officials fretting about a shortage of snowplow drivers. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey says Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas should step down because he shows little sign of concern about the border. Call the governor. He doesn't call the congressional delegation. He has the border agents actually turning their back on him in the meeting. Ducey is calling on Mayorkas to step down given the administration's lax policy leading to an influx of illegals. This is SRN News. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is it his time? Yes! 
Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, second hour. Uh, thank you for being with us today. It is um, an hour in which we're going to have to talk about the FOMC. Was it a consequential meeting? I don't think it's consequential in the sense that the Fed has basically told everybody that a rate increase is coming in March. So you pretty much can't believe anything else but that. And, and that... They have a plan for reducing the size of the balance sheet. They basically say this. So if you go to one of these press conferences, and currently they're still doing them virtually, so it's the it's the Zoom it's the Zoom boxes with with you know, and then you pop into just having only only Chair Powell on the on the screen, and then occasionally they they go out and show you all the different boxes there. There's about I'm doing it in my head quickly. Probably about 40 reporters in the in the Zoom room with him. I think they're using Zoom. I don't know. Irrelevant. Maybe Skype. Who knows? Anyway, um, and then they're each firing questions at him uh, one by one. I have tried from time to time to grab some of the responses to questions, but I find that, that a lot of the news reports on them and doesn't do so much with the Fed statement, which is usually the first, it's about an hour long press conference. And the statement is usually set to go somewhere between six and eight minutes. This one went a little bit, a little bit on the longer side, about seven twenty-five or something like that. And I actually can tell you, I track how long the press, the, how long the statement takes to read, because that tells me a lot of what, how much the Fed wants to signal to the market. So the Fed always begins by give the, the chair always begins by trying to give you a one one paragraph billboard. Here's what we did today, and that's what it sound. This is what it sounded like on Wednesday. This is cut number seven, John. Today, in support of these goals, the Federal Open Market Committee kept its policy interest rate near zero, and stated its expectation that an increase in this rate would soon be appropriate. The committee also agreed to continue reducing its net asset purchases on the schedule we announced in December, bringing them to an end in early March. So that, so very clear, right? We're not going to taper and we're not going to finish the, the, the quantitative easing until March. And at the time we end it, okay, that an increase in rates will be soon appropriate. That's being interpreted by everybody as saying it's going to happen in March, right? Because what happens, what the instruction is to to the Federal Open Market Committee, to, excuse me, the Federal Open Market Desk, um, where where bonds are traded, they're telling them to only add half. So they're on a path where from January fifteenth to February fifteenth. They're adding approximately $60 billion to their balance sheet. 
The instruction to the desk is that on February 15th, cut that in half. And they gave them no instruction for purchases on March 15th. The next meeting of the Fed is March 15th and 16th. Everyone's interpreting the instructions to the desk, which are published on the Fed's website. Everyone's interpreting that to mean that they're ending their purchases on March 15th. They've been, they're very, very clear about that. So that's the first thing he says. The first thing he says is, is, base, is basically that, look, we're going we're gonna to stop purchases then. Okay, so the Fed always starts with this little billboard of one or two sentences say, here's what we did today. The next piece is their analysis of where the economy is, because then this looks very much like their statement that they publish, but this is a longer version of the published statement. The statement usually is a one-pager, and it takes them about three pages to print the transcript, three or four pages to print the transcript. Well, I could actually tell you uh, how many pages it takes to print the transcript. The transcript that I have, yeah, ends on page four, at the bottom of page four. So it's a little bit longer. Then he proceeds to tell a little more detail about what he had in the billboard up front. And that's where I'll pick up during the statement. So this is midway through the seven-minute-plus seven statement. This is cut number eight. Inflation remains well above our longer-run goal of 2%. Supply and demand imbalances related to the pandemic and the reopening of the economy have continued to contribute to elevated levels of inflation. In particular, bottlenecks and supply constraints are limiting how quickly production can respond to higher demand in the near term. These problems have been larger and longer lasting than anticipated, exacerbated by waves of the virus. While the drivers of higher inflation have been predominantly connected to the dislocations caused by the pandemic, price increases have now spread to a broader range of goods and services. Wages have also risen briskly, and we are attentive to the risks that persistent real wage growth in excess of productivity could put upward pressure on inflation. So in that model, okay, and, and basically he's showing you the model. And I'll, 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 play a couple, I'll play, play a couple clips that are accompanying that from some of the other analysis that we've heard. Um, the, that model says, okay, so first of all, He's still saying predominantly connected to dislocations. Supply factors have been a real issue, right? He gets pressed on this. I'm, John, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to jump around on you a little bit uh, in terms of what we're playing right now. But he's pressed on this question just a little bit uh, on, uh, on this point, and he's asked by somebody to talk about, well, where do you think these supply chain – features are going so this is a response to a question later in the con we're going to come back to the trend to the to the statement in a moment but i want you to hear an answer to a question about how long do you think it's going to take it's going to take uh for the supply chain to uh work itself out let's go to cut number five please so i i would not say that i would expect the supply chain issues to be completely worked out by the end of this year i do not expect them and i have not expected them uh, what I would say, and I have been saying, is that I expect progress to be made uh, in the second half of this year, mainly. Progress, because we're, we're not making much progress. If you look at a ton of metrics, you can find some that suggest 
that delivery times are shorter and inventories in some industries moving up. But overall, we're not we're not making progress. And you know, things like the semiconductor issue are going to they're going to be uh, quite a long time. I would think they'll go more than through two, uh, 2023. More than through 2023. Which I took as a signal to say inflation may be around a lot longer, even if we do what we're supposed to do, because they think if the supply chain issues are out there for longer. And as he said in the in the previous clip, that it's spreading to a wider range of, of prices and wages. He therefore has to believe that he's gotta he's gotta try to push inflation a little bit further. We played last week uh, President Biden basically telling uh, the Fed, "You guys got to focus on inflation. You guys got to pivot away, pivot toward putting more of your attention on inflation right now." He has this to say as well about the supply chain issue. Let's play cut number six. Excuse me, number six, please. We haven't we haven't faced those decisions. We haven't made them. Uh, it is impossible to sit down here today and, and tell you with any confidence what the what the precise path will be. Um, but in in as we work our way through me, this meeting by meeting, we are aware that this is a very different uh, different expansion. As I've said a couple times, with higher inflation, higher growth, a much stronger economy, and I think those differences uh, are likely to be reflected in in uh, the policy that we implement. So I'm, I'm watching the I, – I, I actually recorded the press conference and, at the, and recorded it on a station that would display for me minute-by-minute minute, uh, real-time stock market moves while it's playing. That's the one. That's the one where all of a sudden you saw the stock market drop another a good little bit more. Because basically what he's saying is 50, point, 50 basis point rate increases, which has been a long, long time since they've done one. I want to, I should have looked this up, but I want to say you've got to go back to the 1990s. Um, um, we, are, we are expecting, therefore, that uh, people are expecting that. Indeed, I tweeted to you at... Uh, pound kbrs earlier uh earlier the, uh, today a set of um pieces from uh, nick timoros uh, from the wall street journal saying here's where i here's what fed calls are for this week five rate hikes this year three next year uh b of a seven this year meeting every meeting after this one four next year uh, all rate increases are a quarter point. But what's interesting about that is nobody seems to believe that they're going to that they are going to go a half percent. Even though he said, "Hey, you know, we just we just might go a, a, a more than a more than that. We might speed up our rate of increase." We're going to talk more about that in a moment. But I want so let me go back here to make sure where I am in the transcript uh, and make sure that I've got the got to make sure I got the right the right piece coming up. Yes. So I want to play one more clip from the specific uh, from the tri- from the press conference. And this is going to be cut number nine, please, John. We understand that high inflation imposes significant hardship 
especially on those least able to meet the high, higher costs of essentials like food, housing, and transportation. In addition, we believe that the best thing we can do to support continued labor market gains is to promote a long expansion, and that will require price stability. We're committed to our price stability goal. We will use our tools both to support the economy and a strong labor market and to prevent higher inflation from becoming entrenched. Basically saying, I heard you, Mr. President. You told me to focus more on inflation. Notice he uses the words price stability um, two times, and he mentions prevent higher inflation. It's a completely different tone than you heard. So I'm, I repeat what I said at the beginning of this segment. It's conse- this meeting was consequential for the, this very reason. They actually did have to change the way they were talking to markets. But they left a whole lot of things out that we're going to get to in just a moment. Let's, let's take a break here. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, There would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Everyone has important numbers. A phone number, a year you were born, even your anniversary. At Appliance Renew, giving our customers savings up to 50% off is one of our important numbers. Hey, it's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We sell brand new scratch and ding name brand appliances. Our inventory of over 250 appliances changes weekly. I put all appliances through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Appliance Renew is locally owned and operated in beautiful downtown Farmington. Visit ApplianceRenew.com or give me a call at 612-564-9207. It's worth the trip to downtown Farmington in the South Metro for savings up to 50% off brand new scratch and ding appliances. Saving money is worth the drive when a little ding doesn't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Dad, guess what? What? 
You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Yep, it's the hour. Of, it's it's an hour about the Fed. Of course, it is. They had a meeting. They had a press conference. What else did you think I was doing today? You got questions or comments? Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call. Questions and comments. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Here on the King Banyan Show, the Biz fourteen forty. Thank you for listening. We're going through the Fed's press conference, and and as we point out, the it's very clear from all of the hearings and from all the signals from the Fed that had come before Wednesday that they were going to pivot toward tightening, and they made it very clear they were going to do so. So we now arrive at the... Um, we we now arrive at the at the moment where they've assessed the entire piece, and all I gave you was the last bit of that, which was here's here's what we see going on with inflation, and him to say, to we are committed to our price stability goal. If you're a central banker and you feel like you have to say that, in my mind, it's it's a tell, right? Um. When I tell my children not to not to uh, fight each other in the back in the back of the car, or I'll turn this car, or I'll turn around and go away from the baseball game I want to see, my kids typically don't believe me. So how is the Fed going to credibly change from where they are right now, where they've left, they've probably you know they've got zero interest rates, a nine trillion dollar balance sheet. And 7% inflation. Right? And you could say, well, core is this and this and that and the other thing. And it's like, yeah, I know. But the narrative of the Fed is zero interest rates, $9 trillion balance sheet, 7% inflation. That's the narrative. And that's that's what that's what he's trying to fight against right now. And so, and so he starts to talk about what policy actions are going to take for the world that they, that they, in our view, have created. Maybe in his view, the briar patch they've been thrown into. Um, and well, so what's he going to do? Cut number 10. In light of the remarkable progress we've seen in the labor market and inflation that is well above our 2% longer run goal, the economy no longer needs sustained high levels of monetary policy support. That is why we are phasing out our asset purchases and why we expected 
will soon be appropriate to raise the target range for the federal funds rate. Now let me say, I'm going to do it one more time. The, the target range for the Fed funds rate is zero. The balance sheet is $9 trillion and inflation is 7%. If it's not time to stop doing either uh, quantitative easing or zero rates, and you say, well, I need one more meeting, why would you do that? Well, if you were listening to us here on the Biz 1440 in the last hour, we just did your, we just did your GDP report and pointed out that December... In G- I, and I think January have been relatively soft months. And I think the GDP report, and particularly the fact that it was basically um, the Stay Puffed GDP report, okay, it was like a big marshmallow filled with the air of inventory investment with with pretty blah consumption spending. Uh, reinforced by the data on Friday, Friday, yesterday, they may have decided, you know, maybe we wanted to, but we kind of need to see one more, we kind of need to see one more uh, report on inventories. We kind of need to see another month of, of consumption data, retail sales. We just need something. Um, and I am... Um, I am interested in. Um, it, it, I'm interested in 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 that. Um, I'm interested in in that in whether or not. And we won't know for five years because we won't have the transcripts till then. We may have the minutes that might give us a hint, and those minutes will be out in thirty days. But I'm interested in what the influence of the last 60 days of data was to talk them out of kicking it, of, 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 of kicking it into high gear, starting the rate increase now. I don't think the market was ready for that. But I think the market was ready for them to say, you know what, let's just, let's just end the QE right here, right now. They didn't. They're going to keep it on for an extra, for an extra 45 days. Or basically 45 days, the extra seven, about an extra seven weeks. That means that they're going to expand the balance sheet by approximately another 50 to 70 billion dollars. That's, that's actually accommodative policy in a world with 7% inflation. So, let me let's let's go back to let's go back and continue with this right cut number 11 to provide gl- greater clarity about our approach for reducing the size of the federal reserve's balance sheet today the committee issued a set of principles that will provide a foundation for our future decisions these high level principles clarify that the federal funds rate is our primary means of adjusting monetary policy and that reducing our balance sheet will occur after the process of raising interest rates has begun Reductions will occur over time in a predictable manner, primarily through adjustments to reinvestments, so that securities roll off our balance sheet. So I've pulled up and we'll we'll tweet out in about in, in well I'll see if I can't send it to you right now. Uh, I will send you uh, I will put this into the KBRS feed while I am talking to you. Um, there we go. These are the principles. 
All right. I've just put them up for you so that you can read them. I want you to read them and tell me what you see. Okay. The committee views committee views changes in the target rate for the Fed funds rate as its primary means of adjusting the stance of monetary policy. They want this happening in the background. Um, I have a question off air from John in Bloomington, who asked through uh, through uh, producer John, who introduced the the use of the word taper into the conversation. I'm gonna say it's it's Chair Bernanke that did so. I don't think it's a because you'll recall the uh, the 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 infelicitous phrase of the taper tantrum in 2015. The Fed announced, and this would have been Bernanke announced, that we, they were going to slow the rate of increase of purchases. And I believe the the verb he used was, we were going to taper the rate of growth of purchases. Taper the rate of purchases. And in that v- moment, the 10-year the ten-year Treasury bond, in you know, increased 125 basis points of yield. Okay, the bond market collapsed. Stock market was not very happy along with that, and 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 it went up like in 125 basis points in a matter of weeks. As opposed to when Janet Yellen said we're going to do normalization, which included a decline in rates, announcing a decline in rates, and the rates went up. 160 basis points, but that was over about a 30-month period. It was a much sl- it wasn't such a snap reaction like we had in 20 in in 2013. So the Fed, of course, wants to make sure that this time they get things right. What? A, by the way, thank you so much, John in Bloomington, because that's a great question and fits perfectly into what I'm working on right here now. Okay. So they 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 print this, but what they don't tell you is what the timing is. The committee will determine the timing and pace of reducing the size of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet so as to promote its maximum employment and price stability goals. The committee expects that reducing the size of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet will commence after the process of increasing the target range for the Fed funds rate has begun. Meaning, do not expect them to start start reducing the size of the balance sheet in March. It's going to come later. It's going to come starting somewhere, presumably in the second half of the year. Now, there are some people believe that they're going to have to do this quicker and faster. So I'm going to I'm going to jump back to a commenter who who talked about this. This is Peter Bookvar from uh, Bleakly Investments. Uh, he was on CNBC and refers to this as a double tightening and believes that that's going to happen. Let's play cut number one, please, John. Well, there's just a very scattershot approach to, to monetary policy. They're very quick to throw money from the sky and ease, uh, obviously during stressful times, and they are very, very slow and way overstay their welcome on that easing. So here you are with the most noteworthy thing from Powell yesterday is that they are going to be double tightening again. And remember, double tightening was what they did in 2018 when they simultaneously shrunk the balance sheet and raised interest rates. So here we are again. They are going to be raising interest rates and shrinking the balance sheet. Now, keep in mind, QE was specifically meant to ease financial conditions. In other words, raise stock prices, tighten credit spreads. So now we have the end of QE and then QT. So that then tightens financial conditions. At the same time, they are going to be raising rates, which directly impacts the demand side. 
Now, what what Powell has said, uh, contra Bookvar, is that we're going to raise rates first. I mean, th- and this statement's very clear. We're going to raise rate f- rates first, and then we're going to start reducing the size of the balance sheet. What Peter doesn't know, I don't know, and I dare say the chairman and the FOMC don't know, is whether they might hit pause on rate increases while they start to reduce the balance sheet. That's why I find people saying, well, they're going to raise at every meeting now because they've got to get to, they've got to, they've got to run for the, run for cover. So they've got to, and, and real, you know, for variety of reasons they need to stop. That's going to happen, you know, now? No. I firmly believe that what the Fed will do is increase for one, two, or three meetings in a row, get themselves back to maybe a 0.75 to 1% rate, and then hit pause to start the rate in, to start the the start the uh, reductions of the balance sheet, and then and only then, then and only then, might I expect that they might do the double tightening? But I actually think Peter in this case might be a little little out over his skis because I don't know yet. If things go as badly as Peter thinks, I'm pretty sure they'll have to double tighten, and it was not pleasant for us in 2018. But if they don't, I believe if, if things go better, and particularly if it turns out GDP growth is softer, I cannot see them doing a double tightening. I cannot imagine. That's why I needed to do this as a second hour it, after telling you what I thought was happening from that, that GDP report. If you think GDP is only going to grow 2 to 2.5%, that means the unemployment rate is going to stay sticky at 35 to 4% means maybe not a whole lot of people are coming back into the labor force. If that all happens, double tightening is not going to happen because the Fed can't possibly get itself to do that and perhaps cause another recession. Jay Powell wouldn't be able to take the blowback from that. We'll come back with a little bit more of the press of the press conference after this year. Listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Do your employees love their commute to the office? With working space changes, your office site can be either a sore spot or a huge bonus to an employee. Center Point of Mendota Heights gives you an advantage. It's conveniently located near major roadways, has a park-like setting near the Mississippi River close to walking and biking trails, with great lunch spots nearby. This eight-building, single-story business campus features free parking, customizable office space with no shared common areas, enhanced air purification systems, separate utility meters, and private restrooms. Amazing! Center Point of Mendota Heights is the ultimate in business convenience. You and your employees have an easy commute to this centralized location near Minneapolis and St. Paul with accessibility to MSP Airport. Center Point of Mendota Heights is locally owned and managed, an ideal place for a business looking for a value-forward move. Their mission is to support local business owners like you. Learn more by visiting EscapeToMendota.com. That's EscapeToMendota.com. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. And we're talking about, take a few minutes to talk about this idea of a double tightening. Would the Fed dare both raise rates and reduce the balance sheet at the same time? I think they will after a time. But because they've had, so remember, in 2013, I should and I should tweet this link to you. This is from... Uh, Joe Bruselius at, uh, at uh, the Real Economy blog from RSM, uh, a forecasting shop up in Canada. Um, they think that the balance sheet reductions will start mid-year. So they do expect a double tightening. Again, I think, well, I don't know that because they may, they may think the interest rate increases uh, will stop on that. Um, they expect a roll-off of $2.85 trillion by the end of 2024. And what that means is, what, what the way you do that is by doing it via, via rolling off, okay? The roll-off means simply as a bond in the Fed's portfolio of $9 trillion bonds matures, they simply send it back. They receive, they receive a, a credit, reduces the size of the treasuries okay so on the asset side you've reduced the on the asset side you've reduced the bond on the liability side you've reduced what you how much the treasury has in its account at your bank okay so that's and that's how the process of the balance sheet reduction happens and and all they're going to do is do that by saying okay your bond matured so we're we're 
taking the money out of your account and putting it back and putting it back over here and they just take it as a reduction right they just take that they just take that off the fed was not what the fed won't do i think and i think on this joseph joe's quite right i cannot imagine the fed actually actively selling out its portfolio what i don't know if they try to go at about 100 billion a month which is which is rsm's expectation what I don't know and don't have the patience to go through and try to figure out is how many bonds actually mature each month in the Fed's portfolio of nine trillion. How how quickly can how quickly do the bonds come off and can they actually meet that number without doing any sell offs? How much will they repurchase? This is what they did last time. But again, let's remember Taper Tantrum in twenty thirteen, hundred and twenty five basis points, you know, I want to say about seven weeks. In the interest rate normalization program led by Chair Yellen, 2016 to 2018, probably closer to two and a half than two years, 160 basis point increase in the 10-year rate. So if the 10 years right now, and the 10 years already increasing, I think, in anticipation of what's happening. So if you thought its, its start point was around 1.5, that means that the treasury, three-year treasury, through the announcement and the enactment of this, goes to 3%. And the question is, how long is that going to take to get back to 3%? Is it going to get there in 2022 or 2023 or 2024? I expect it probably doesn't get there till 24. Which is why I wonder how quickly you're going to see this piece and whether or not the Fed is going to feel like, hey, you know, if we're not going to get to a 3% 10-year T until 24 we don't have to raise the Fed funds rate quite as fast, and the market's soft anyway, and so forth. Indeed, Bookfire talks about this as well. There's basically a third mandate. There's an inflation mandate. There's an employment mandate. But there's also the stock market. Cut number two, please. How much do you think Jay Powell cares about what the stock market is saying to him or not? Well, his history is a focus on financial conditions. That's the third mandate. So while yesterday he needs to talk tough and deal with inflation because it's running at 7% and they still have rates at zero, and he'll say, yeah, I'm not going to necessarily worry yet about financial conditions. But if the S&P falls a lot, if high-yield credit spreads widen out a lot, he for sure will be then focusing on it. And that will then lead him to a fork in the road. Which path does he take if inflation still remains elevated at that moment in time? Will he try to defend markets or will he continue on a path to tamp down on inflation? That's going to be an interesting decision. And what he thinks about that, he kind of answered in a question later on. Let me go ahead and play the that answer to the question. I believe this is cut number three. I would say that it isn't just monetary policy that's helping inflation get down. It'll be supply side uh, improvements and it'll be less less fiscal you know less fiscal impulse in all likelihood. So, uh, but monetary policy will do our job. In other words, he believes that he can get to a soft landing, and indeed, that clip came from a piece in which uh, Steve Leisman, who was one of his questioners at the press conference on Wednesday, said, "Yeah, they, we're going to get it right." So, so the Fed, so Powell says during the statement that they are really listening and very sensitive to what it is. They're hearing. Let me go ahead. Let's play this cut number 11. 
to provide greater clarity about our approach for reducing the size of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. Today, the committee issued a set of principles that will provide a foundation for our future decisions. These high-level principles clarify that the federal funds rate is our primary means of adjusting monetary policy and that reducing our balance sheet will occur after the process of raising interest rates has begun. Reductions will occur over time in a predictable manner, primarily through adjustments to reinvestments so that securities roll off our balance sheet. So if you go if you go back and listen to that and say, well, so he's still saying roll off. He's, he's also saying he's also saying uh, they're prepared to adjust details. So it means they haven't figured out when and where and how fast they're going to do things. So anyone who's out there like like RSM saying it's going to be 100 billion is like, well, you don't know that. And you don't know, I think, whether or not the Fed is going to try to do double to do the double tightening or not. They may feel like they still have time on this. Let's let's let me go back to let me go, let's uh, sort of play out the remainder of his conference, the press conference. This is this is the this is just two really short clips. Cut number twelve. Over time, we intend to hold securities in the amounts needed for our ample reserves operating framework, and in the longer run, we envision holding primarily Treasury securities. That was an important point because it means that they they and it's not anywhere. I don't think it's in the statement at all. Um, uh, they've made, so yes, in the longer run, it says in the principles, this is the second to last bullet. In the longer run, the committee intends to hold primarily treasury securities in the system open market account, minimizing the effect of Federal Reserve holdings on the allocation of credit across sectors of the economy. An admission that their purchases of mortgage-backed securities have probably puffed up the price of houses. I was talking to one of my staff members. She's been out trying to buy her first house. And she's like, I cannot believe the prices. She's a local. She's, you know, she's she's from uh, she's from uh, Western Twin Cities area and so forth. She says, these prices are absurd right now and, and, and waiting around, right? I do believe the Fed's, the Fed's uh, quantitative easing has indeed pushed up House prices, not just stock prices. Okay. Uh, last cut from uh, from the from the press conference from from Powell. Uh, cut number thirteen. The committee has not made decisions regarding the specific timing, pace, or other details of shrinking the balance sheet. Now we will discuss these matters in upcoming meetings, and provide additional information at the appropriate time. In other words, stay tuned. And this is why I think a lot of us believe. There was more to be said, and they kind of whiffed. They didn't really say as much as we would have thought they would. Well, I only have one more segment to tell you what I think, and so let's let's uh, take a break here. When we come back, we'll finish out the hour. What got left on the table? What's still in their to-do box, to-do file there at the Federal Reserve? You're listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. 
Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Get that Pick it up or take it out, RackShackToGo.com or RackShackDelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to RackShackToGo.com for pickup or RackShackDelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that RackShack attack, RackShack barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at keeganlawoffice.com. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with a free Odyssey app. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Oh, I take you back to the 90s and a dance floor in some European capital. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, I, 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 lots of stories to tell, but nothing I actually want to have on a tape. So, <laughs> anyway, thanks, John. Appreciate it. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. If you've got any last minute questions, would love to hear from you uh, about uh, about this. I've played you everything I, I, he that uh, I think Powell had to say. There was a lot. There were some questions. The interchange between him and Leesman was good in the middle of the press conference. If you want to hear it, I suggest you advance the you 
you can pull up the you can pull it up off the Federal Reserve's website and just advance the tape to about minute twenty five, I think, somewhere in there, and you would you would actually get to hear the exchange. But it's too long for us to play, so it, there's no good way to cut it. So I didn't send that to I didn't send that to John and Sean uh, last night. Uh, for for uh, pulling, and we as you see, we're out of time. I did want to play this one more thing that we, I we had this on on air uh, on Bloomberg surveillance here on the Biz fourteen forty. Again, if you're not listening to surveillance during the weekdays, you're missing something. It's good stuff. I actually listen. I actually listen to it in my car because, of course, you can get it. You can get it on uh, satellite radio, uh, and 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 which works better for me than than being in St. Cloud and trying to pick up 1440 down there. So um, uh, uh, Jeffrey Lacker, former former president of the Richmond Federal Reserve was on and tries to describe what it is that's happening. But this but I this clip includes the question asking by Tom Keene uh, at, at Bloomberg Surveillance trying to describe how it is that economists who teach the folks who teach economics talk about this particular moment cut number four i kept all the textbooks there's mancu there's abel bernanke there's uh carlin soskis there's all these great books including what you studied in 101 at wisconsin is any of this fed moment this theory this framework is any of this fed process in the textbooks I think so. I think that uh, the empirical record of the Federal Reserve over the last uh, 100 years or more that they've been around uh, shows repeated instances of them pivoting from a concern about promoting demand and growth to a concern about um, trying to fight inflation. Um, Their record is um, not that great. I think less than half of the time have they done it without successfully, that is reduced inflation, without successfully, without pushing the um, economy into a recession uh, by overdoing it. It's uh, hard to do because of the lags involved. And they've um, set out a course for themselves this year, and they've, they've got a tough job this year. In other words, good luck. I'm out because uh, it's former President Lacker. Many of the people who are more inflation, more inflation hawks, and Lacker wasn't the most inflation, most hockey inflation, uh, anti-inflation guy. Uh, there's been a great Politico report about Tom Honig, uh, of course uh, Richard Fisher at the Dallas Fed, Esther George. Uh, Honig's successor at the Kansas City Fed is still pretty hard on inflation. Jim Bullard, who we've talked about before, and full disclosure is a member of the School of Public Affairs Advisory Council, which I, of which I'm the dean. Uh, all of them uh, uh, that would that all of them would say say the very same thing. It is very hard. Soft landings do not have a great track record, and when the push comes to shove. What will they do? What will they do? It's fair to believe. It's fair for anyone to believe that they, that they'll they'll go weak in the knees and stop increasing rates. They'll go weak in the knees and they'll stop they'll they'll stop the balance sheet reduction. Um, and that the even even so, I mean, they say we're in an ample reserves regime. 
which means that they never intend to give up paying interest on excess reserves, which is something that only came during the great financial crisis. Um, I've actually added on my ideas of things I want to do before I retire. Do I actually end up writing a a money in banking textbook or a a textbook to explain central banking to undergraduate students? Because the way we teach it right now, I think, is malarkey. I think we're still using uh, uh, concepts to teach monetary policy um, that became inoperative by 2009 uh, and, and yet still persist in principles books not all of them i i, I don't i'm not going to i'm not going to do book reviews for you here uh but but not all of them but i think i don't think monetary policy is well described in many of the textbooks that if you've got a kid in college right now taking economics i'll say they probably know less than they should about monetary policy and it's not because they're not studying it's because the books they're having to read are probably not terribly good and unless they've got a really good professor they might not be getting what they need to know. Um, I notice on uh, Twitter, Frank asked me, "Does America have a balance sheet?" Yes, it does. Frank, uh, go to go to FedRealReserve.gov and look look at their statistical out tables and look for uh, look for the report titled Z.1 that contains a balance sheet of the United States. It's fascinating. I could actually take a whole hour talk about that. That be that be a lot of fun. That be a lot of fun. Um, but clearly, the Fed's got, you know, not a dual mandate. It's got actually, I would argue, they're in fan a triple mandate, which includes the stock price. I don't think it's explicit. In, in It's certainly not in the Federal Reserve Act. And you won't hear anybody, you won't hear anybody in the rostrum uh, in, a, in a committee room tell the Fed that they should be targeting stock, the stock market. But bet your bottom dollar that, it, it, you know... In the meetings, in the offices, the stock market comes up very frequently. Um, it'll be fun to watch. They didn't do enough. They should have done more. And I do think inflation stays higher, and I think growth is slower. We'll find all that out over the next few weeks. Job Saturday next week. I'll see you there on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets. Millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Minnesota High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. I hope you'll all listen to this message. The world is quickly changing. You may hear people and entities urging you to make choices without real consideration, without all the information you need to make a wise decision. The Lord himself tells us to reason with him. He does not want us to blindly follow, but to think. Do not be deceived or subtly tempted like Eve was. The Lord would have you think, question, and challenge. We all want peace, truth, and life. This only comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. As we face choices, I urge you again, think very carefully. Especially consider the one who has the power to destroy both body and soul. Even if there were a way for your physical life to be extended, we will all need to face death someday. I pray you will truly consider the decisions you make about your health, but much more importantly, consider the decision you make about your eternity. Don't get caught out in the cold this winter. Take advantage of full-service batteries, winter battery, and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep-cycle battery for ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed by Full Service Battery. Call them today. Just go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's Full Service Battery. Come and- Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.